Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you, as always, for escaping with us. That's Andrew. I'm Alex. And as always, with great power comes great Loki ability because we got a couple things to review today. And uh, those things are Loki Season 2, of course. And, and something that I guess doesn't even matter. The Marvels doesn't matter? Just kidding. So we're going to start with the Marvels. Oh, we are. I think we're going to start with the Marvels because I think our, our, we, our Loki review will be more surprising. And I think they should wait for it. All right. Um, enjoy your wait. Enjoy your we wait. We should probably just put the timestamps at the bottom, like people have been asking for a million times. Yeah. We don't do that. Is there a reason we don't do that? We've done it for a couple things. Because we're lazy. Mm. And that's just on YouTube. What are, what are people on Spotify and Apple Music? Anyway? Absolutely. Yeah. Apple they, Podcasts. They don't. Yeah, they're effed. Yeah. yeah, they're effed. They are fricked, as you would say. They, they're fricked up, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so are we ranking the Marvels out of 10? Yes, sir. I don't know your score. You don't know mine. We generally know how we feel about the movie because we were sitting next to each other, something we usually don't do. Correct. Yeah, we didn't. We, I, I got there late. You did get there late. You missed one scene. Yeah, no, I I, I ran. I punted some kids out of the way. Excellent. Um, people in our Discord are already discussing this. Go join our Discord if you want to join the oh, fam. I want to know what they think. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, they're obviously freaking out about Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk to y'all. We're talking to the patrons in there. Mm-hmm. Join the Patreon. They're getting. They already. They got a. We're filming this on a Friday and getting this up on a Friday. They got a bonus episode this morning. So they got two episodes They're today. Two episodes in one day, brother. Good for them. Um, I'm so, jealous. So yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to talk about Loki or the Marvels on an episode in the future, we're bringing on someone that uh, buys a piece of our merch. So, yes. So for whatever segment you want, we we're assuming it's going to be hot takes. You're going to share your hot takes with yeah. us, and we'll. Rate them, but we can do an agree or disagree. We can do a hot seat. We can do whatever can you do a, want. Yeah. Uh, uh, just anybody that buys the merch is uh, from now a... until January is uh, is entered. Yeah. So uh, the Marvels. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for this episode. I'm not excited for this thing that is currently in my eyeball. Hold yeah, on. what's going on here? You're doing this a lot. <laughs> okay. You got it? Yeah, okay. Are you sure? I'm locked. Okay. <clears throat> Here is our review or scores for the Marvels. Three, two, one, eight, eight out of ten. ten. And wait, 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 wait. I'm like an 8.5. Me too. Wait, 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 wait. Before everybody kills us. Before everybody kills us. I don't like most of the MCU. I think more of the MCU is bad than good. This is not, I'm an MCU fanboy. This is not this. The first Captain Marvel is dog shit. The bad. Incredible Hulk is dog shit. Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3 are bad. Thor the Dark World, Thor, Thor Love and Thunder are awful. The Marvels is not that. The Marvels the is Marvels not that. The Marvels is way better. I, I thought it was great. I, like, I don't remember going... 10 or 15 minutes in this movie, like, there was not a 10 or 15 minute span in the movie where, like, we didn't either laugh out loud or kind of look at each other and be like, that was good. Like, I don't know. There are, could you say that there are jokes in this movie that are stupid? Yes. Absolutely. But, like, it was the right amount of wacky, and we did say this after we left the movie, that, like, every single joke that's, like, wacky or stupid could have gone on too right. long and they cut it off right at the moment where yep. it would have been annoying. Like it's just short enough. Yes. There, there, there's a, there's a planet where they, they speak in a certain way and it had us peeing our pants because it lasts for like a minute. I, I, yeah. So 
I, I said this after last night. The comedy in in Cap in, in the Marvels, it, like again, we laughed out loud. I can't count how many. Of times. course, I thought it was really funny. And um, yeah, there were a couple things that in Marvel movies are in comedies. I normally cringe at like the planet you were just talking mm-hmm. about, and I'll just say the cat scene. Mm-hmm. Like, but they didn't hit you over like. The planet one may be a little bit too long, where like you, you cringe, but like normally I would cringe at that stuff. But in this movie, for some reason, I didn't. I just thought it was funny, and and the way they edited it and shot and the music, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, hilarious, <laughs> so funny. hilarious. And I don't think a lot of people are going to get that. We'll talk about it in spoilers. Yeah, but there, there's a music cue that is particularly really funny. So, um, let's see if we get this at the same time, um. What was the best part of this movie? What was the best part of the Marvels? Or what, if the movie didn't have it, what would drop it a couple points? I mean, wait, wait, wait I want to. It's it's a it's a it's a a specific thing. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. one. Iman Vellani. Yeah, I was gonna say Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Now yeah. I went into this knowing that I'm a huge defender of Miss Marvel. I, I, I think that that, like when people say that's the worst MCU show, you're just being ridiculous. Like to me, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's one of the better ones easily. Um, I loved Miss Marvel. And when I saw the trailer for this and I just saw her, you know, the flurkin eats the dude. And she, oh my God! I was like, Oh, she's going to be incredible. She's but a star. It, like, I went in expecting her to be my favorite part, and she was even better than I thought she was going to be. She, like, like, we have said that we would die to have Iman Vellani on the podcast. This movie increased yes. that by a thousand I think percent. She, I think she has become, like, my number one person to get on the podcast. No, it, <laughs> like, because... Every line, every line is, is funny. It's hilarious. And I don't understand how you watch Miss Marvel and... Or, or the the Marvels, this movie, and you don't have a desire to go back and watch Miss Marvel if you haven't. I've seen the first episode or two, and this movie made me want to finish the show. I like. And how good is the family? Her the family, family was so awesome. good. It was so, so funny. Good. Every time they were on the screen, there the whole audience was dying. And they're so funny. Like they're so lovable. That's how the show is. It's her and her family. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, haven't I said my one issue with Miss Marvel always, the one show, is I wish it wasn't a superhero show. I wish it was just her and her family because they're so entertaining. Yeah. Um, So let's keep going on some positives because there are some negatives. Absolutely. There are, there definitely are some negatives. But um, another thing that I thought, so I asked my friends last night what they thought of it. And one of, one of the, uh, one of my friends said that his favorite part of the Marvels was how they handled the entanglement of their powers, right? So you see this in the trailer, so it's not that much of a spoiler how they're, like, swapping places and everything. And there's a fight, or, like, when they're that, that's first happening, there's, like, a 10, 15-minute long segment of the movie where it just continues to happen, mm-hmm. and there's fights in, like, three different places in the universe, mm-hmm. basically. And, um... We were watching it, and it's comedic because it's happening in Kamala's house, and, like, she's freaking out because Captain Marvel was in her house, and she wasn't there, and the family's freaking out, and the family's trying to fight, and it's just, like, whatever. And I remember thinking during that scene, because it's, like, right at the start of the movie, like, looking at everyone, enjoying it and everything, and I thought to myself in my brain, I was like, wow, this movie's going to go downhill for the rest of this movie, because <laughs> this Cause is Because everybody's really been dogging it. And then... 
at the end of the movie, I was like, it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really refreshing and mm-hmm. awesome that that, like, because like, I, I watch movies sometimes and, like, either I really enjoy the second half and then it kind of falls off or the first half is boring and then, like, the, the finale kind of catches me. Nope. I was entertained throughout this movie. Contrary to popular belief, I do not watch the MCU or Marvel movies for the big CGI battles. Yeah. I'm not really a battles guy. None of my favorite scenes in any movie ever is a big battle. I'm not trying to diss you because your favorite scenes are big battles, <laughs> but that's not my MO. My favorite scene in in like Endgame is the Tony Stark, Howard Stark conversation, yep. right? And I've said this a million times. Um, uh uh, like my favorite scene in Infinity War is the Red Skull Gamora Thanos scene on Vormir. Um, my favorite scenes in this movie are the big CGI battles. They're fun. They're fun. They're so fun. And like the choreography, because they have the power entanglement, is the most creative fight choreography that we've seen in the MCU since probably Shang-Chi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Except for maybe, like, the one Guardians 3 hallway scene. Everybody raves about the Guardians 3 hallway scene. I don't like that scene. I love it. Because they save all of the other experiments of the high evolutionary. They're killing those guys. So I've never liked that scene. Yeah, but the choreography. I I don't think any fight scene in the Marvels is as good as the Guardians 3 hallway fight scene. But uh, it was close enough for me to, like, compare it. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I thought about these scenes. I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of giving me the same feeling as the hallway scene. It's just not as good. Yeah. Um, the, the, the the three lead actresses in the Marvels did a great job. We're talking too much about Amon Vellani, even though you can never talk too much about right. Amon Vellani. Tiana Paris and, and Brie, Brie Larson, Larson are incredible. They did good. Their did great. chemistry is so good. <laughs> Brie Larson, this is the most likable she has been in any movie that I've seen. Yeah. Since, I don't know, Scott Pilgrim? And in Scott Pilgrim, she's a bitch. Like, yeah, Well, there, there's a part in this movie where she... I don't want to... We're not getting into spoilers yet. But, like, there's a part in this movie where she starts... Like, it made it seem like she's about to be a jerk. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then she came around and, like, immediately was, like, a good person. Yep. And, like, apologized and was like, hey, let's do it this way. Yeah. And it was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Because yep. I, was, I was afraid it was going to be a whole pl- plot point of, like... They're being strife and division because they're all jerks to each other, mm-hmm. and that, that wasn't what happened. So yeah, that was cool. really good, and like actually like good performances, mm-hmm. and their I mean their chemistry is just I mean it jumps off the screen. It, yep. it, it was so impressed, and it doesn't hurt that these are three of the most beautiful people of all time. You yeah. know, like that I was having a good time. No, Nick, so Nick Fury was I, I love that Samuel L. Jackson was in this. Yeah, he kind of he kind of was like a little bit of the glue to the rest of the MCU and in this movie for all these different characters. I think yeah. it was important to have him in there. Yeah. <laughs> and and he was funny too. He was hilarious. There's um I don't I don't <laughs> when they're again I don't want to get into spoilers, but there's a part where like they're in danger and like are you, are you praying? Uh yeah. Well don't stop. We God, need, we need amen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I will say if anybody has the problem with this is a post-Secret Invasion Nick Fury. This is the same guy like a week later. That is questionable. But who cares? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. You know, um, uh, yeah, who, who cares? Um, Any other positives? Let's go through all the positives. I mean, yeah, there's a million positives. I I, I could say that uh, uh, the, the jokes were not 
annoying MCU jokes, in my opinion, that they could have been. Everybody makes the joke, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? Whatever, whatever. I think that there were some really intelligent jokes, specifically Kamala. We have our head like, like jokes like that. It, it is really a beautiful thing because uh, Kamala Khan, Aman Vellani, is a super fan of this franchise. Yeah. And and many franchises, as we can assume. We, she went to a Comic-Con recently as Jubilee, which, not my favorite X-Men, but love it. Um, but, so, she is a super fan. And her character, Kamala Khan, is a super fan. So, like... She is saying every single thing that she says is what we would be saying if we were in these movies. It's right. such an incredible thing to see. So all of her jokes I thought were really smart. I mean, there's the moment. I, we, we should have spoiled because I thought that was the best joke in the movie. Which one? But when they're in the ship and Captain Marvel yeah. is kicking butt. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I lost it. Yeah. it <laughs> Me and so, you. No. That was the loudest you laughed, I think, too. <laughs> like, that was... Like, it got both of our super loud, obnoxious laughs yes, multiple times. Yes. And that's never happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Us laughing at the same movie. Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah. The Marvels. Yeah. Easily funnier than Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that. I don't agree. I think that Ragnarok's the funniest movie in the MCU, but. I because the Thor Ragnarok is exactly what you were just talking about the cringe MCU jokes. I think this was way more clever and way less cringe. Every time they started getting, I started feeling like it was about to be a Thor Ragnarok joke. They cut it off. Thor Ragnarok never did that. Um, I laughed out loud thirty times more in this movie than I did in Thor Ragnarok. But that's just me. No. So we, we've talked a lot about positives. I think we could go all day about the positives. I yeah. think that we really, really liked this yeah. movie. Any other big ones? You want to go into negatives now? Yeah. It looks bad. No. No, 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 no. There's some bad CGI moments. You just didn't notice. It looks pretty bad. Um, there's like multiple, there's multiple moments with Captain Marvel flying and it's like, that looks terrible. Nah, I disagree. Uh, like, like it didn't take me out of the movie. The I way, thought it looked great. But no, there, there's. I, I think that there's some really okay. bad stuff when it's not practical. Um, uh, there's one big one for me. Yeah, I, it's the villain, right? The villain, yeah. So the villain, I didn't hate the villain as much as everybody else seems to be hating the villain. The villain in the Marvels was not great. Uh huh. I don't. I don't think I'm hating it as much as uh, other people as well for a couple of reasons. Number one. She, her her maybe her character like actions or like like she's not like a Heath Ledger or or um the the Guardians three the the high, high evolutionary. evolutionary where he's like screaming and and has whatever she's a more low key so like that that wasn't maybe that's a negative but like even so so like maybe that wasn't super intriguing but I think her her backstory and like her motivations actually were mm-hmm. I think mainly for one scene this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie the one scene where you see captain marvel from her perspective mm-hmm. was actually kind of creepy mm-hmm. like and i could i could i could see why this villain would mm-hmm. not like captain marvel cuz seeing that was kind of crazy and then seeing the repercussions of what captain marvel did or whatever mm-hmm. um so in terms of like her motivation i didn't think it was half bad mm-hmm. so number 1 and number 2 it wasn't the villain's story like 
this didn't need to focus on the villain that much. It was the three main, it was the three Marvel superheroes story. We were following their story and that was the main thing. And I think that story was told really well. So if the villain story wasn't told as well, it's not bothering me that much because that wasn't the point. How many people do you know have watched Guardians of the Galaxy 1 mm -hmm. and said, that Ronan guy, I didn't enjoy him very much. Yeah. This it's, isn't it's the same. about her. Yeah, like, I think Ronan and her are, like, on the same... I, I, I mean, like they're going to draw a lot of comparisons because they're Kree and the, the hammer yeah. and this and that, but, like, like I just... Like, Ronan wanted to just kill... Cleanse yeah. the world but, but she of had, She was Vandar, trying to save Vandar, her. whatever it's called. I don't want to say too much, but she had... She was trying to, like, at least yeah, save no, no, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh... Did I care for her motivation too much? No. Was she a bad person? Yes. Did I feel bad when bad things happened to her? No. Did I feel good when good things happened to her? No. But did I pay for a ticket to see the movie about Darben? No. Exactly. Paid for a ticket for the Marvels. And they were marvelous. But, yeah, so that is, an overall, that is still a negative. Of course. It, it could have been better. Mm -hmm. um, what else? You said it doesn't look good in that. Uh, this is technically a positive. Especially with us. But I, you know, this movie is very short. Yes. So this is another thing. I'm happy about it. Like, right. Cause it's, it leaves you wanting more at like every step. No, I think this was paced. Great. It was paced. Great. It was great. But like, I like Good for after them. we left, we, we were, we went in a big group after we left. Four of the people in our group said, I wish there were more entanglement scenes. And it's like, no, they left us wanting more. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But a lot of people are going to come away from that movie negatively saying, I wanted more of that. Yeah, but I think a lot of people, either whether they're going to say it or not, are are enjoying this more because Marvel did that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think uh, this is another thing that uh, some of my friends said last night. Um he said, like, it has been a complaint recently that some of these movies are too long, and overall he liked that it was shorter, but the, the ending felt a little bit rushed. Do you agree that the ending of the Marvels felt a little rushed? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm never... Uh, but I'd story. like... Sure, the ending of the Marvels feels rushed. But I've seen so many MCU projects in the last two years that the whole thing feels rushed and not organized in the slightest moon Knight is the slowest show in the world. And then it's the most rushed show in the world. Just because this ending of this MCU movie is rushed does not bother me mm. because that has been a problem that the MCU has had for the last four years. Yeah. So Overall, still a negative. Um, a big negative for me in the Marvels was not not a big negative, but it is a so. When I, if you were asked, if you asked me to describe the Marvels in one word, I would say fun, mm -hmm. because it is a very fun movie. Mm -hmm. It does not have a lot of emotional beats that hit home super well, mm -hmm. right? Like. Guardians 3 is mm -hmm. very fun, mm -hmm. but man, is it emotional, and the emotional moments hit. Mm -hmm. In this, there are some emotional moments. I'm not going to say what they are right now, mm -hmm. but at no point was I super invested in the emotional bits. Mm -hmm. there, there are some where you, I, I felt a little bit, but like 
Guardians 3 had me tearing up. You know, of course. people were crying. And, I mean, we, and not every Marvel movie needs that, I'm saying. No, we were bawling in my theater. Yeah. Like, and, and I will say, the Marvels, there are some movies that try to be emotional and try to have the emotional moments, and they really fall flat. The Marvels, I wouldn't say they fell flat. Like, they weren't awkward, and I wasn't, like, rolling my eyes at them. But they also weren't, like, wow, they that was really impactful, like I really cared. Uh, so it was kind of in the middle. So that's a little bit of a negative, but not as negative as it could have been, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think uh, the movie needed that, though. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, again. Like, the conclusion of the Guardians trilogy, the last time we will see uh, a lot of those characters, like Dave Bautista as Drax, yeah. uh, Gamora, uh, Zoe Zaldana as Gamora, that needs to be emotional. That needs to be either really, really sad because one of them dies or really, really sad because they're not together anymore or really, really happy because it's got a happy ending or whatever. Mm -hmm. That movie needed to be that. The Marvels needed to be fun, in my opinion. No, 100%. What's the one one word you wouldn't use to describe Captain Marvel? Fun, wacky, everything that this movie is. It's like they took one of the worst movies in the MCU as their predecessor and they said... Well, Captain Marvel wasn't very good. I know it made a lot of money, but it was right after Infinity War. It wasn't very good. How, what could we do to make it better? And they they introduce, they bring in Tiana Paris as Monica Rambeau, who's excellent. And they bring in Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan, who is excellent. And they, I mean, injected so much life into this movie. My yep. biggest critique of the Captain Marvel is it's lifeless. It's so safe. This movie... Is it safe? Probably. Probably. But it's the most fun I've had in a theater in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It, it doesn't it didn't necessarily need it, which is why it's not like a, a super big negative. Like again, like Ant Man is one of is in my top ten probably Marvel movies or top fifteen. I really, really like Ant Man. Yeah. And there's no it's it's a very fun movie. Yes. The ant heist and all yep. that. Um and there's not a lot of deep emotional, you know, moments. No, exactly. But another one of my favorites is like Doctor Strange. And it does. It's it's a pretty, I wouldn't say it's as fun as this movie or Ant-Man. But it, you know, the ancient one scene with the slow-mo. That emotional beat doesn't hit for me. I think that's a great scene. But uh, yeah, so it's just missing a little bit here and there. But yeah, we had a a lot of fun. I am very curious to see what you think. Yeah. Of the Marvels because it got killed critically the first thing. And, you know, some people that saw this movie early at early screenings, some friends of ours, were not the biggest fans of this movie and uh, of, of the Marvels. And uh, I, I literally got like five texts yesterday, like two days ago. It was like, just saw the Marvels. You're going to have a field day. I saw, I got a text last night and it was like, walking out of the Marvels, You, I'm so excited to see your reaction. Like so many people expecting us to kill it. Yeah. Because we typically kill MCU movies, contrary to popular belief. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and I was, I was so impressed with uh, how much I, I loved it. I really, so I'm interested to see if it has an elemental effect. Everybody thought elemental was going to be bad. And the marketing was terrible, as was the marketing for this movie, unfortunately. Uh, Bob Iger, maybe get in touch, like you said. Strike is over. Uh, uh, we'll be posting that clip soon. Um, <laughs> Sponsored. Uh, uh, but, so, so yeah. So, 
The marketing was bad and the critics were bad initially. It's up to a 60% as of filming this right now after it debuted at like a 30%. So it's way up. People are liking it a lot more. It's got a 90% audience score. Good. Um, I'm very interested to see if this movie makes any money, especially with like word of mouth, because I'm going to see it again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I would see it tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm going back home in a week and I'm going to take my mom to see it. A hundred percent. So I'm going to see it again. It was super fun. Like, like I, I, I'm sure a lot of people that see it are going to see it again. And I'm sure. I'm going to take your mom to see it too. A lot of people. Oh, wow. Got him. That was good. <laughs> you killed me. With, we'll talk about that. You yeah. killed me with one last night. Yeah, yeah. At we'll the talk theater. about that. We'll talk about that. But um, so, yeah. So I'm very interested to see if this movie makes any money. Unfortunately, because it is and it's an all-female cast, and it is a female villain, and it's a female director. This movie is going to get unwarranted hate just from a crowd of people that just have nothing better to do with their lives sure. than to suck. But, <laughs> um, uh, That's but, really, yeah. but for those of us that don't suck, um, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how many people enjoy it. Now, is this cinema? No. Is this a roller coaster a la Martin Scorsese? Sure. It's a great roller coaster. It's a great roller coaster. <laughs> Everybody good, loves roller coasters. I had a good time on said roller coaster. Yeah. So uh, where would you say it ranks? It ranks in MCU? I, well, yeah, MCU, sure. But I had as much fun with this movie as Barbie. Oh, for the year? Mm-hmm. Where is the Marvel's rank for me this year? Uh, call me crazy. Right now, I like it better than Guardians 3. No, come on. I know, I know, no, I know, I know, I know. But that I might... was I was lower on Guardians 3 than everybody else. Yeah, that's. I think that's recency bias. And I, I, I am so high on Miss Marvel. Everybody tells me that Miss Marvel is one of the worst MCU shows. It's like my third favorite. I might put this my third favorite of the year. Fourth. It's top ten. Uh, movies, period? Yeah. Whoa, that's high. Where do you put... You said... You said it might eight, be top ten You said me. it might be... Yeah. You said Barbie's your second favorite movie of the year. You said this well, might Well, I've be- seen movies since. Like, right, I do like TMNT better. I like mm-hmm. Talk to Me better. Let's, like, these are movies that since... I could pull up my list. Yeah, I can pull up mine. So, it's definitely not better than Across. No. It's definitely not better than Guardians 3 for me. Yeah. Okay, after that, we got things like Oppenheimer. We've got things like... Um, uh, what was it? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Right? Uh, the uh, Bottoms, which I thought was the funniest movie of the year. Mission Impossible. Yeah. The Super Mario movie. Elemental. This is tough. It's A Million th- Miles Away, an underrated movie we both really liked. But, I, but it's better than that. It's better than it's Elemental. It's better than that. It's better than Blue Beetle. I think it's better than Elemental. I personally, I didn't like Dungeons and Dragons as much as you do. I, love I it. loved it, but I, I, it's my 11th favorite movie of the year. It's like your third. Yeah, but I feel like. I think, I think the Marvels is better than that. Yeah, I, I, I think. Might. I think the Marvels is better than Super Mario. I think the Marvels is better than Mission Impossible. It's yes. in that bottoms, Guardians of the Galaxy, Oppenheimer, Barbie air for me. It's in my top eight, probably. Let's see. Because I don't like it as much as I liked air. I don't like it as much as I like Talk to Me. I don't like it as much as yeah, I like TMNT. To- and I don't like it as much as I like Spider-Man. I need to rearrange some stuff. I might need to drop Dungeons and Dragons a little bit. Where did I put Talk To Me? Talk To Me is at 11? That probably needs to go up. Yeah, that's wrong. Talk To Me is my third. Yeah, that should be top five. We will be doing an end of year list, by the way. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, it's definitely top 10. I'll say that. Yeah, me too. Maybe top five. We'll see. Okay. That was fun. Yeah, now, now, I, I just... Think, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure the internet and everyone is going to say, you know, we just have takes because we try to get clicks or whatever. Yeah. We never do. Um, it's y'all's fault. 
It's their fault. We go we go viral for the ones that y'all think are stupid. We we post what three times a day on TikTok at least, yeah. And I think like ninety five percent of our takes, like a lot of people would agree with. Well, yesterday we had a clip, and it was the Invincible team is the best working superhero team. Them and the Spider Verse team. Very good take, in my opinion. People were hating you on that. No, it just didn't do anything. Nobody no, yeah. saw it. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like when we post clips, like, and we're not. We don't try to. We never try to uh, like artificially generate. Everybody that watches YouTube consistently says that we are consistently right. Because but they see everything we because say. Because they see everything. But those of you that only see when so-and-so stitches us, and it's like, oh, that's something you staunchly disagree with. Name one person you know that doesn't have like five opinions that you're like, that's bullshit. Right. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that when you meet a new friend that likes Whatever the fuck you're talking about. They like sports. They like uh, movies. They like TV shows. They like the MCU. They like Scorsese. You're a film bro. Whatever. Whatever you're talking about. I guarantee you, you've said the sentence. Well, this is an unpopular opinion of mine, but Taxi Driver is overrated. But I don't like the Dark Knight trilogy. But um, I think every MCU movie is better than Citizen Kane. But like everybody has an opinion that everybody hates them for. And... Like, yeah, right? Like, you're just seeing those of ours and saying we're all, we're idiots. Right, yeah. We like, know what the fuck we're talking about. I think we have, a, most of our opinions are not crazy. It's not like, like, Empire Strikes Back and New Hope. We like those because those are. Those are people. the best. Those are the best. Like, we call out Marvel when, Marvel when we both like Oppenheimer. We both like Infinity War. It's not like we're saying, we both like Civil War. We're not saying, like, the No Way Home. Like, we're not saying those are the worst MCU movies. Like, we're not purposely taking every popular opinion and flipping it on its head. Mm-hmm. Like, I have mine. Tasm 2, I love. You know how many people have agreed with me on Tasm 2? Mm-hmm. Like, there are people out there that also think this. Um, people I, hate you for your Ragnarok take. You hate Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I feel like everybody has an MCU everybody movie has. that's, like, beloved that they're lower on, though. Because we're lower on Guardians Every- 2. You're lower on Homecoming and Ragnarok. I know people that... Don't like Civil War, which blows my mind. Yeah, but and every fan that we've met, we have patrons at the house, you know, we, whatever, that have come and helped the, the guy who does our merch. Like, all these people that we've talked to, all of them are like, yo, I have a hot take. Yeah. Everyone. And it's not because, like, they, I, I just, I am blaming the internet for, like, because we'll go to other people who stitch us and everything, and all the comments are like, these guys have the worst takes ever. It's like... You're only seeing... You've seen two videos. You've, yeah, you you have probably have no idea our opinion on Oppenheimer. You have no idea our opinion on 99% well, of the We prefer Spider-Verse. Of course we do. <laughs> but we prefer Spider-Verse to Oppenheimer. We got killed for that. That's crazy. I also thought that despite me thinking... Yeah, so, so people automatically think we hate Oppenheimer. And just because I think that Civil War... Look at us. I think Civil War and Infinity War are better than Oppenheimer... Right, because I said that because those are movies that Robert Downey Jr. is in. When I said he, it's not the best right, movie right. he's in. Of course, we like those movies more. People automatically assume we hated Oppenheimer. Yeah, and we loved it. That's what we I thought sh- it was so good. That's why I said in my little, my quick little rant the other the other day, like number one, don't judge a book by its cover. Like uh-huh. so many people assume that like all we do is have bad takes. Mm-hmm. Like of course we have some bad takes. It's a debate show, but like. And that's my job is to call you out when you're full of shit. When you tell me with a straight face that Ragnarok is not funny, it is my job to be the audience and tell you, shut the fuck up. Right. And so many people don't get that. (laughs) 
And like, we had one video where um, we were debating Dracula versus the nun. Yeah. Right? And I was Dracula, you were nun, right? And uh -huh. a lot of people said that was a crazy take because yep. it is. You're an idiot. No. But um, someone commented and he's like, you two both have the worst takes ever. I never agree with you. And I'm like, you have we, to agree with one of us. Yeah, we were disagreeing in that video. Like, one of us had one opinion. One of us had the other. Uh -huh. Like, you can't disagree with both of us. It's a 50-50. So, yeah, sorry. Like, I brought that up because a lot of people will think this episode, I think. Yeah. No, yep. Because what, we're, we're getting what in we trouble. just did yes. and what we're about to do. Yeah, um, we're getting in trouble here. <laughs> we are. So, with that being said, we go viral for for and a lot of people assume that we only have hot takes and we only have bad takes because y'all are the ones that are making those go viral and y'all are the ones that are only watching our bad takes. Come watch the whole show. We have a lot of good takes and you'll agree with us a lot more than you think we will. With that being said, let's review Loki. <laughs> Here's our Loki season two review. I don't want to give it a, a, an out of 10. We are giving it an out of 10. You got to think on your feet. Okay. Three, two. Wait, wait. Loki season two review. Three, two, one. Four seven, six or seven. Yeah, I thought it was really. All right, this is one of the examples. Maybe, maybe a five. Maybe a five. Excuse me. What would you, what'd you give the first season? An eight out of ten. This is an example of something that you do sometimes and we all do, but I think you do it more than the average person where you latch onto one thing you don't like and then you consider everything else garbage. Sure. You got, like, we watched it together, and I, I I watched in real time. You get hung up about, like, one particular thing, and then just, as I was pointing out good things in the show, you were like, no, this is garbage. This is trash. And I was like, why? And you just kept mentioning the one thing, and it really frustrated me. Uh, really? No, but the, the, the things that I don't like about this show, I really don't like. At the end of the day, Loki season one works because it makes sense. <laughs> Loki season two consistently does not make sense. They are just going to call us idiots. They are. Again. Again. We get that a lot. Yeah. Um, but you gave it a seven. Because I don't think... Uh, yes. Yes. The, the last episode think, is the best episode. Yes. By a course. country mile. Yes. And we can talk about that. There's a lot of good. I don't think season one makes a lot of sense. I don't think... I think this show enjoys being confusing on purpose. And that's part of its charm. They say this out here with the loom is unrefined time. And they explain not at all what that means, right? But that's fine. Like with Doctor Who and some of the stuff, you just kind of have to like let stuff be stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe it's I just have like a brain that's analytical and wants things to be make like they just say a bunch of stuff and then move on. Like it's really picky, but like it was a plot point that the Kang variant – um Victor Timely had to go and get his little thing, right? We had a whole battle where, like, we're traveling through time, and Loki and Mobius finally find this guy, and Rinslayer and Miss Minutes finally find this guy. And I don't even know what Rinslayer and Miss Minutes wanted him for. They were going to make him into Kang, but they didn't explain how or why. And then, and then they had a whole fight with Loki, and were they going to take Victor Timely somewhere? Or are they just going to teach him? I don't know what the point was, but then... After the whole fight, they're just on a boat to go get this thing that he needs. And then they get it, and then Miss Minutes is just like, I say we stay here for a while. It was like, then why the frick were you fighting for him and traveling through time looking for him, and then you finally got him, and I don't even know why you need him or what you want him for. There's a lot of moments like that, and I'm sure it can be explained. I'm sure I'm an idiot. Um, 
where it's just like, just stop being this ethereal with what you're doing. Um, but even with that, I thought Loki season one did that. I can still say Loki season one was was good. Loki season one, this is like the main, because Loki season one is by far my favorite MCU show. Mm-hmm. And Loki season two is one of my least favorite MCU shows, seasons of shows. Like it's worse than Miss Marvel. It's clearly worse than She-Hulk. It's clearly worse than Hawkeye. It's It might be better than Moon Knight. It's probably better than Moon Knight. It's probably better than Falcon Winter Soldier. It's probably worse than What If. So it's like, Towards the bottom for me. And the thing with Loki season one is you're introduced to the TVA and they explain the rules immediately. And it's not even through entirely telling you, but they show you that you can't, the infinity stones are paperweights. And it's like, okay, this is the new power in the world, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then episode two, you're like, okay, we are looking for a Loki variant. They're hiding in apocalypses, and it becomes a buddy cop movie between Loki and Mobius. Then is the worst episode of the show, which is episode three, which is the episode where Sylvie and uh, uh, Loki are on the train together, and it's the apocalypse world and this and that. That episode is really boring. It only it only does the romance of Loki and Sylvie, and I don't think that romance works. Then episode four is excellent because you're it's it's back to the major plot, which is what's going on at the TVA. They've explained some things, they haven't, whatever, whatever. And then the rest of the show is a mystery until episode six, where they, in my opinion, explain everything excellently. Season two is, and at the end of season one, there's the great shot of him looking up, and instead of the timekeepers, it's a statue of Kang. And I thought, oh, by killing him, they've released some sort of thing. And this isn't like a back in time or forward in time or anything like that. But now the universe is in an alternate reality where Kang, the war has always happened. Something like that. But no, it's just in the past, which I thought was a boring and uh, almost like cop-out answer to that cliffhanger at the end. But the first episode of Loki season two is... You see that machine that we are never going to explain and doesn't really make sense to the viewer? That is going to be the center of this show. Fixing that thing is going to be why we do everything. And that is so much less interesting to me than a mystery of a conspiracy of who runs the TVA? Who's running it? Are the timekeepers real? What's Renslayer's deal? What's Miss Minutes' deal? Everything like that. It's a lot less interesting to find out everybody's deal than the mystery of finding out everybody's deal. That's fair. That's uh, at, at its core my biggest issue with season two is I think the premise is boring. I think Loki season two is something that I will enjoy more if I rewatched it and if I watch other people's thoughts and explanations on, right? Because I talked to Peter last night about the finale, and I was pointing out a lot of the problems of things they didn't explain. And I don't think he explained everything, but he explained enough where I was like, okay. Um, and it made me like it a little bit more. And then I watched like a Soup's video on it where he was talking about the finale <laughs> and about how well Loki is written mm-hmm. and how cool what he did was. And... um. After those two things, I, I was a little bit less frustrated. Um, so I think if I continue to like watch that kind of stuff 
and 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 rewatch Loki, then I think I would like it more. There are a lot of people who really like this show who don't need. I'm. This is gonna sound like I'm calling a lot of people dumb. I'm not. Uh, there are a lot of people who can watch stuff like this. Loki season two. Yes, and don't need things explained, or they think that they have the answers. But they, I don't think they do. Like, if I talk to a lot of people who like this show and I ask a lot of questions about explanations of things I need from this show, I think, like, 90% of them wouldn't be able to answer me. Absolutely. And that doesn't bother them because they don't need those answers. I do. And that's and that sounds like I am a, a total a-hole and I'm, like, so like I'm smarter than you. Maybe you are smarter than me. I, I just truly believe, like... Like, we we talked to our roommate who's loving the show, and we asked him some questions, and he had no idea how to answer them. And, I, like, we've talked to multiple people who just, like, couldn't explain a lot of the stuff in the show, and they were still loving it. And that's fine, but it is – maybe that doesn't bother them, but that bothers me. Does that make sense? Another big thing that probably affected our enjoyment of Loki Season 2 is we did not watch it week to week like everybody else was watching it. We binged it. We binged it, um, which I've been noticing is probably the best way to watch MCU TV shows for me personally. Overall, Loki, I think, is a good show. And I, 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 the last episode, awesome stuff happens. Loki does something cool, right? It's a wrap up. A lot of people are really into it. It changes the game, whatever. And I just don't think we ever got into it as much. Like, I think a lot of people were watching the last episode and seeing what was happening and were like, yo, this is sick. And we were just like, but like, you didn't tell me this and, and what exactly is he even doing? It's not the showrunner's fault. It's not, you know, Loki's fault. It's not like, it's a good show. And I think a lot of people got into it and were like super hype at the end. And I just think it, we couldn't fully ever get into it. And I think that was the problem. Yeah. I mean, in conclusion, yeah. I mean, I don't think this season compares to season one. I am seeing a lot of people say that it's better than season one, which is just bothersome <laughs> to me. When you have, like, what is the side plot with Victor Timely and he's scamming people and now that the scammers are after him? Like, that feels like you're filling time. I don't know if there's any moment in season one that feels like you're filling time like that. I don't know. I just... uh not a big fan of this season. Sylvie sucks. She's the worst. She's the worst. She is consistently wrong. Does she ever wrong. do anything good she ever? She is consistently wrong in this show. It's like... It's so annoying. It makes no sense to me. You can have a throwaway line, oh, he looked scared. It makes no sense to me that he'll murder Kang, he who remains, and then he won't kill... She. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that she won't... That she, she murders he who remains... No problem. And then she will not kill Victor Timely like a week later, even though she's like, it's my goal to kill all of these variants. And she's almost killing Loki in her pursuit of doing that. And and she's definitely killed Loki, a ton of people. And Loki's literally like, I understand you don't like the TVA. You think it's corrupt, whatever. If I don't get him back, literally every timeline of all time is going away. And she's like, don't care. You suck. You suck. And, like, I know she she has different life experience and, you know, she doesn't trust the TVA. And you can explain all that. But, like, if you have a character that we're kind of supposed to like, she's supposed to kind of be on our team, who's, like, so blind that Loki's literally, like, literally every timeline and human ever is going to die if you kill this person. And she's just like, I don't freaking care. 
there are also characters that like, what about the character that is responsible for the death of literally a thousand Thanos level events? There's a character in this show that just is responsible for the death of like timeline trillions yeah. of people. And when that character dies, we're like, oh, you're supposed to be like, oh, that's sad. No, 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 it's not. She's a terrible person along with probably all those people. Yeah, just yeah. I just don't. Did can again? Maybe we're wrong, but can you name a single instance where Sylvie did anything positive? No, like she was there when the loom just blew up. Mm -hmm. She was there, Mm -hmm. and then we went and found her, and we're like, "Yo, because that happened, everything's going away." And she was like, "Nah, I'm gonna live my life." Homie, what? Annoying. Annoying. I hate you. Yeah. So. Yay for Loki, I guess. I guess. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I'm just not, I'm not gung-ho on it. Um, yeah. And also, I'm the guy that just doesn't like TV shows in general. You're, yeah, you're <laughs> lower on all the MCU I'm shows. I'm lower on every TV show. Did you like this more than season one? I th- I think I would give it literally the same score. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of cool. I don't understand. I thought season one was excellent, and Semi-boring. I thought this was subpar. Another bad MCU project to add to the list. I think. I don't know. I think I think if someone explained it, and Sylvie wasn't in it, you would be like a ten out of ten. I don't think so. At the end of the day, what I love so much about. The first season of the show, it is a buddy cop mystery where I love both of the buddy cops and I think the mystery is so fascinating and so intriguing. You took both of those things away. There are like four scenes with Mobius and Loki in this whole season and there's no mystery. The mystery is what the fuck is going on? Because they don't explain it. Is it also frustrating? Semi-spoiler... We've already spoiled enough for Loki. We should just go for it. But we haven't. The loom just being blown up was two weeks ago. That's the only thing we've said. Yeah, but like we just talked about Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie sucks. She sucks in all that. Okay, okay, okay. Spoiler um, alert for Loki. Does it frustrate you at all that like the entire show we're trying to keep the loom from breaking and then Loki literally since spends centuries to do that and then it doesn't matter? No, that's fine. I actually thought that that was good. Okay. That bothered you? A little bit. Because, like, I mean, he still fixes it in the end. So, like, it was worth it. But there were, there, there was just so many scenes there where it was, like, jumping around. And that's the whole point of the show. I want to ask you, again, I'm sure someone in the comments can explain. And we're thinking of having people who love Loki on the show. To explain it to, to us. To explain. Because we and don't discuss know what, because what you're we, we, about. we know that, you know, this might be on us. But, um... The elevator scene where he prunes himself, mm-hmm. did they ever explain that? No. Because I know there was the scene after the loom is destroyed where he can kind of see himself. Yeah. But, like, I thought that was going to be the explanation. But it wasn't. He just sees himself and prunes himself. Yep. And that wasn't. Nope. And who's Brad? <laughs> and what was Brad's Tim pad? What yeah, was the deal with that? The Brad thing is the, the, the consistently we were watching the show and we go, who the fuck is Brad? And he had a tent pad that we were supposed to track. He's in like all the episodes. How does he know where Sylvia is? 
and how, what information do we get from his temp pad that was helpful? Because we were looking at his temp pad and, you know, Casey couldn't figure it out and then he did. But then Brad just took us to Sylvie anyways. And Ouroboros did figure something out, but did he? And Ouroboros and Victor Timely are communicating through a book. How is that possible? Yeah, some of that stuff doesn't bother me, but some of it does. What's unrefined time? What's a temporal aura? How can you read somebody's temporal aura? Do you have to look like them? Because as we see with Kangs, all the Kang variants are Jonathan Majors. But as we see with Loki, Tom Hiddleston is like two Lokis. He's President Loki and he's the main Loki. Otherwise, all the other Lokis weren't Loki. There was a black Loki, and there's the old Loki, and there's young Loki. None of these people are Tom Hiddleston. Um, would they read, like, would their temporal aura work in said machine? Why would Victor Timely's, is Victor Timely Kang? Like, Do, like uh... what happened to him, by the way? We don't see him at the end of the show. You get a conclusion for everybody except Victor Timely, other than you see him not get the book dropped in his place. But what happened to the one that's been to the TVA? Did they prune him? He's seen too much. He can't go back to that world. Yeah. Is he a TVA agent now? No conclusion for him. What happened to Brad? What happened to Brad? Do... do uh you know, all the different people we were taking from timelines to get their temporal aura, they all disappeared. Are they still in that timeline? Did we put them back? How did they fix Miss Minutes? How did they get a hold of her to fix her? Can't she shut down the whole system? Yeah, did they reprogram her? How would you do that if she controls everything? Why would you let her live in the first place? So what's the TVA doing? They're just pruning Kangs? What was what was Rinslayer's plan? Where is she? She's in... She, she got pruned. She got pruned. So she's in prune land. She's going to get eaten by... What was her plan when she found Victor Timely? I don't know. That's never explained. And what's Miss Minutes' deal? Also, can we talk about Sylvie being so unbelievably stupid that Loki could live a thousand different ways? I guess it's a point in time that can't be changed. But he couldn't convince her. Sylvie sucks. Yeah, she's so dead set on murder, but then refuses to murder the same person a week later. Yeah, like... So Somebody said that this is like the second chapter to the same book. No. This feels like a very different book to me. But, you know, the MCU's in shambles. No surprise. I do have good news. We get one MCU movie next year. Which is? Deadpool 3. Wow. Excellent. And delay it. Make it November. It's currently coming out in July. Delay it. Make it November. Perfect. I don't want it. Right? We get Echo in January. That's all I want from the MCU. Keep us wanting more. I, I'm, I can't do three projects a year anymore. Three movies a year and eight shows. Can't do it anymore. Just the MCU. Yeah, less. Let's do less. When you make less, it's more likely that you make something good. Like the Marvels. 
like the Marvels. Oh.